This is Chuck Bartok uh, joining you again today, our 388th episode of the Focus Society of Overachievers. Uh, This has been a wonderful journey for me. I really appreciated the opportunity of uh, meeting and chatting with so many wonderful people around the world over the past several years. Uh, Those of you that are new or are listening to us for the first time, if you go back into the archives which are always available at uh, focussociety.com. 387 past episodes are there, and after today, there'll be 388. And uh, this show was started by my desire to share with people when I came online uh, some of the books that I've read over the years that have helped, uh, helped me become It's kind of stupid. I've always been me. I've never been somebody else. But let me say that this way have have helped me develop some skills that were God-given, but maybe latent, and I didn't realize the power within. I didn't realize what I could do. Uh, However, in my case, I was blessed by a wonderful set of parents who encouraged all of us in our family to think for ourselves at an early age and to go forth and uh, and uh, uh, tilt at windmills, if you might say. But, uh, you know, you might fall off the horse once or twice, but you can always get back on. Uh, we definitely were not a coddled family. Uh, my folks provided a wonderful environment, a clean, safe environment to live. We were not ostentatious. We ate very well because uh, my mom and knew how to cook food uh, at a reasonable price. I was also blessed by being educated through grammar school, high school, and the university by people who did instill uh, the emphasis of thinking for yourself and not to just become a a machine repeating empty phrases that mean so little and are probably not true in many cases. We were encouraged at an early age to question and to research on our own and come up with our own conclusions. And uh, as I said, what helped me when I did go to the university, I was exposed to more books. One of the first that I read as a freshman was Think and Grow Rich, which I found extremely interesting because in its simplicity, it lays out a very simple guideline for anyone to succeed at whatever they endeavor to succeed in. Uh, A lot of people think of the title, Think and Grow Rich, and they put emphasis on the rich. I've always thought it important to put emphasis on the word think. And if you do think, the odds are you are going to grow rich in whatever direction it is you define rich. That's the other thing that we've learned on this program talking to so many wonderful people is that, uh, you know, what is rich? I, I, I don't, um, you know, is, is, is it, uh, you know, the national average household income in the United States is $55,000. So if you make 56, are you rich? If you make 48, are you poor? 
<clears throat> we have a tendency in this country to put labels on people. Uh, this is something that uh, is uh, contrary to to a belief system that I have. Uh, a person is either the fat person down the street or the poor guy on the corner or the ugly lady. Uh, you know, we and, and of course today with this current society and this current uh, government organization, they want to put a label on everybody. They want you to be poor, and they want you to be rich, because if you're rich, we can uh, uh, disparage you. And if you're poor, we will welcome you with open arms and keep you poor, because we love enslaved people. <clears throat> and that's pretty much the direction that this country's going in. It's a country of enslaved people, because very few people want to think for themselves. So again, uh, think and grow rich. That'll take you to another book called The Master Key. We've talked about that at length. Charles Hannell's wonderful book, full of exercises. It was originally a correspondence course. And uh, that took me to Wallace Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich, and all the way back to probably the beginning of the New Thought Movement in the late 1800s. Orison Sweat Marden's great book, The Miracle of Right Thought. And as I have mentioned on this program many, many times, uh, those books are available to you free. Uh, drop me an email, <clears throat> chuckbartok at gmail.com. In the headline, just say free books. I will send you links to download those books in PDF form. It would be nice if I was in the position to mail everybody hard copies, but I'm not. But the... Uh, what I do with PDF books, by the way, I don't know if anybody else does this, is I usually print out a chapter on uh, paper. <clears throat> I do punch the three holes in it, three-hole punch. I read it, and I make liner notes. That's one nice thing. I'm not disturbing a very expensive book. And, and then when I'm all finished with the book, I put it in a little binder, a little three-hole binder, uh, those little paper binders if it's not a thick book. And, whoa, that was a great yawn. I, uh, Shirley and I got up about 5.15 this morning. Wasn't quite getting daylight. I've been working for a little bit of time, and <clears throat> so I guess I'm a little yawn. Hey, G-Man's with us this morning from up in Canada. Good morning, Gino. Good to have you here. Gino Del Ciano is a, another example of a gentleman who thinks for himself, does pretty much what he wants to do, which is not a selfish statement. It's probably what we were put on this earth to be and how to act. And he, uh, the things that he does makes, makes himself feel good, and that's great. Uh, that's not uh, self, uh, that's not ego. You know, we, we, we were placed here to, to, to express joy. We were placed here to expand our chest, put our arms up in the air, jump up and say, gosh, I'm glad to be alive. I thank the Lord for the opportunity to be here. I thank the fact that my parents, out of love, chose to have me. Whatever the reasons, whatever the things you have to be thankful for, 
That's something we could be part of our day every day, should be. Gino wrote it very well right here in the chat room. I serve others by serving myself first. Isn't that funny that the reality, if, you know, we talk about success, we talk about rich, think and grow rich. Do you realize in order for you to help people, you pretty much have to have your act together? For instance, if you want to volunteer your time and services in town, what you need to do is be in a position that you've taken care of your responsibilities to yourself and your family and have the capital, and that does not have to be money, the time capital to share with other people. And in order for you to share well with other people, your mindset has to be such that you're pretty pleased with where you are. The topic of today's program was unleashing your true authentic self. And and I, what struck me last night, I got home. We 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 live in a, a community, as most of you know, of what we affectionately call our old farts community. We love it. Wonderful neighbors, great people, wonderful stories and histories to share. People born in the twenties, people born in the thirties. 40s, early 40s, uh, it, we kind of have a same, a same flavor, same background. It's amazing, and it's a little different than what we see in some areas, but there's a sense of caring of other people, and there's a sense of feeling good about themselves, and, and, and they felt that way for a long time. I, we don't hear conversations about blame, and everybody in my community are not wealthy people. In fact, we're, I would say that, you know, we are probably middle, middle class. You know, there's no millionaires here, as you want to call it, people who are CEOs, top executives. And at the same time, uh, most of our neighbors, uh, were not rabble scrabble struggling, you know, pillar to post. They were people that created an environment, raised a family in in in, in good directions, worked hard at whatever it is they chose to work doing, and planned early in their lives to take care of themselves. This is something we don't see today because we're not thinking. We're in school today. If anybody was on this show, I wish Gina was on the phone. I don't know of any programs in school, in grammar school or high school, uh, that teach you how to think. And it's not a hard thing to do. I remember my grammar school teachers saying, what do you think about that? Stand up and be counted. Stand up and declare yourself. Don't always say yes, although saying yes is good. Always doing anything is probably not as good as having some diversity in your thought process. Some things you say no to, some things you say yes to. A good friend of ours that I spent some time with several years ago, Joe Schroeder, one of his favorite things is uh, he's a yes man. 
He says yes to everything, but because by, by saying yes to everything, he opens up his mind. He opened up his mind to um, uh, seeing more things, experiencing more experiences. When you get that telecommunication, whatever it's called, tele-sales or marketing, telemarketing call, do you ever take the time to listen to the person and what they have to say? And if it's not one of those god-awful recorded calls, <clears throat> you could actually say, well, why do you feel that way? I've met some great people. I've met some great people by, uh, by allowing them into, into my space, you might say. Unleashing your true authentic self. A gentleman just called us, uh, arrived, joined us just now. Uh, we've mentioned him many times in the past. Uh, Gerara D. King, K I N G. A brilliant young man. Been on the show since probably it started. In that period of time, he has published, I believe, five books, the sixth coming soon. And these are books of five, six, seven hundred pages. They're philosophy books. And he chose to do that. He chose to unleash his true authentic self on this program. And the interesting thing is he doesn't give a squat about what anybody else thinks about it. He writes what he believes. Now, interestingly enough, with that approach, there are people that buy his books to the extent that he's able to make a modest living. Because one of the problems in, in, that I see, and, and I'm, I'm working in my consulting business with a few other authors, is that the industry, the the publishing industry, is set up in such a way that the producer... The person that creates the product is seems to be short shrifted. Uh, they're at the end of the receiving line. All the other uh, buffoons uh, seem to be receiving up front. Well, another friend of ours who's been on this show before. No, he hasn't been on this show. He's been on our business show who is an accomplished author like Gerard, except he's been writing for a little longer. He's got, I don't know, 60 novels. He decided two years ago after a conversation he had with me that uh, he's going to publish his own stuff online, Kindle, Kindle Publishing. He took the, the books that he wrote in the past that were no longer under publishing contract and published them on Amazon. Now, you know, here's something interesting. The gentleman is in his 60s. He's been teaching literature in colleges for several years. He teaches you how to write. In fact, well, I'm going to share something else with you because he's unleashing his, his real, uh, he's unleashing his true authentic self now. He, he started publishing his own books on Kindle for $2.99, $3.99. And last year, his, his full year, he... He received $52,000 from the sale of his books on Amazon that he promoted. Okay? That exceeded 
the amount of money he received from the publishers who are currently publishing his most, you know, obviously when those contracts leave, there, there won't be any other contracts because this man believes in managing his own destiny. And that's what we're talking about, unleashing your true authentic self. Now, if you feel, if you are of the bent that you need these other systems, fine. But for gosh sakes, don't ever complain about it because you've chosen that direction. You can't complain about decisions that you make. And there's no reason for you to be forced into making any decision in your life. I, I don't see it. I mean, I'm sorry. I had to make a decision yesterday. It was interesting. Maybe I was forced to. I had an interesting experience. I woke up. One of my automatic first-of-the-month bills is to a company named Aweber, which I really appreciate the service they provide for such a modest amount of money. And every month on the first, I usually get a receipt for payment of $19.95. And yesterday, they sent me an invoice, and I immediately called them. It was 6 o'clock my time. Thank goodness they're open. Uh, they, they're in Pennsylvania. And uh, they said, well, your card was declined. And I said, oh, that doesn't make sense. I made a deposit Friday night. And so anyway, uh, I went to my bank, and there I was. I was, well, I won't tell you what happened, but... Somebody deposited over $6,000 into my account over the weekend, and then they proceeded to go to ATMs and start taking money out. Well, I had my golf match, my golf tourney at 8 o'clock in the morning, and here I'm on the phone and you know with the bank, and, and I almost had to make a decision not to play golf. But here's a decision I did make. They explained to me what happened. They stopped my cards. They did all this, explained how the fraud system worked and so on, and not to be worried. But I was, folks. I, I really was. I had this gut. I had this, just an upset stomach almost. Because, you know, it's, life threw me a little curve. Well, I could have fretted about it. I could have really fretted about it and worried about it all day. Instead... I thanked the bank, rapidly put my clothes on, jumped in the car, met my buddies. We drove and had a wonderful round of golf yesterday morning. In fact, interesting, I put it totally out of my mind. I never talked about it the rest of the day when I was on the golf course. I shot one of my better games in the last four or five months. So, I was really in the position to decide what kind of a day I was going to have. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I'm kidding. There's no BS here. I was panicked. I, I, my stomach was just, just roiling. You know, you go to your bank, and there you see all this stuff that has nothing to do with me. Then you worry about, well, the first thing the bank does is they're going to cancel your cards. That's fine. They're going to issue new ones. But then I say, oh, my gosh, I've got about six bills that I automatically pay through that one card every month. Now I've got to remember who those people are. I've got to contact them. I've got to, when I get the new, you know, there's all this work I have to do. And I'll be honest with you, it elevates your blood pressure a little bit. And you feel a bit violated, like my son did when his his pickup truck got stolen in Galveston, Texas last week. He 
you really feel violated when all of your possessions and everything else aren't there when you walk out the door of the hotel. But what do you do about it? Well, we've talked on this show that uh, you really only worry about the things you can control. And I couldn't control what some crooks did to my bank account, can I? But I could control my golf match yesterday. And how I controlled it was by focusing on the shot, which is another way of saying I was thinking for myself. Which was another way of saying I wanted to unleash who I really am. We were all placed on this earth with tremendous, tremendous ability equally What we see around us, and again, I have to emphasize, in this country, it's getting worse. I wish Gerara was on the phone. I know that he and sees where he lives in the Washington, D.C. area and on the eastern seaboard. I know that Gerara sees daily an increasing amount of people with an enslaved mentality. People who are afraid to unleash their true authentic self. And you know what? That true person that we were put on this earth to be is a person of compassion, is a person of caring. We're we're born in the image and likeness of greatness. These other negative things, those people that decided to defraud me, to throw a curve into my life, and to gain, to, 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 to enter into a, a nefarious project to, for financial gain, what would happen if those people applied that same, that same ability, that, that, that ability to think through into a positive area instead of one of negative? Now, I'll bet you anything that if I caught one of them today and sat them down in an interrogation room and talked to them, They would tell us it's because of somebody else's fault that they're doing what they're doing. That it's unfair that they were not blessed with all this magnanimity uh, that we see on television and that they can't have the Ferraris and all this crap. It's always somebody else's fault, isn't it? Guest three left us. I'm sorry. I hope hope they enjoyed the time they did spend with us. We still have G-Man and Gerara on the phone. I had mentioned earlier that Claire McGee, the authoress of I Believe, Therefore I Am, uh, cannot could not join us today, but uh, she might be back next week. And by the way, can I encourage everybody to take a moment of their time and again, again go to the uh, go to youcanbuild.it slash I, capital I, and then the word believe. You'll be taken to a spot where you can buy her book, uh, new, used, paperback, or hardback. It's really a worthwhile book to keep. It's a very simple read. The exercises are what is important. The exercises that she talks about. Here's one. Words we use. Want. You want something because you need it, and it's out of reach, but it actually promotes a negative thought train. How about saying achieve? I want to shoot a better game of golf today. 
or if I say I am achieving a better game of golf today, and if I place that into my mindset, the odds are I am going to achieve that better game of golf. Her book, I Believe, Therefore I Am, is full of, you know, none of it's new, none of it's earth-shattering. She didn't break new ground. She shares with you her story, how she decided to stop dying, which she was dying, and start living. And in the last 10 or so years, she's lived a much more enjoyable life. She still suffers the physical conditions that she has. But she's gone on to get her master's degree. She has a good consulting firm. She consults with businesses on how to stay motivated, stay the course. Unleash your own true authentic self. On the Internet today, we see people talking about sales. This is another thing, perfect example. I look at my email. And I subscribe to what are called safe lists because every once in a while I'll advertise something that I've created that I want to sell. You know, I like it making money like anyone else. And almost all the headlines are a negative nature. They assume that everybody is downtrodden and they assume that everybody's failing. But, of course, they have an answer how to uh, circumvent that failure that you have. I mean, th that's the kind of attitude that's put out there. Well, you know what? Being in business is fun. And the more you have that attitude of unleashing your true authentic self, the more you believe in yourself, the more fun business is. And there is no such thing as failure. You may attempt a new marketing program and it doesn't do as well as you think it will. That doesn't mean you failed at it. It just means you have to go back and, and redesign it. Thank you very much, Gino. I'm glad Gino was with us. So, unleashing your true authentic self. Let me leave the program today with this thought with everybody. Why don't you take a piece of paper and a pen in your hand and write down on the right-hand side of the paper what's really outstanding about you. Three, write down three fantastic abilities and talents that you have. On the other side, write down three weaknesses. Take that piece of paper, tear it in half, throw away the left side with your weaknesses. Look at those three positive positive talents, abilities that you have, focus on them and go out and talk about them. Put action to those. If you like to speak to people, go out and speak to people. If you like to write, sit down and write a paragraph or I mean a chapter or two of that book that you're always going to write. If you like to be on the telephone, get on the telephone and talk to people. If you like to do volunteer work, get in your car, walk downtown, whatever it has to be, and go down and offer your services to somebody else. Do something. Unleash your true, authentic self today. This is Chuck Bartok saying thank you very much for joining us. Uh, our uh, normal guests couldn't make it. Well, Gerard is here, but he's muted. He's usually busy writing while he's on the show. We want to thank uh, uh, Gino. Dil Cianciano, 
for joining us, guests two and three also. This is Chuck Bartok from the banks of the Sacramento River, thanking you for being here for our 388th episode of the Focus Society of Overachievers. Look forward to talking to you next week. Go out and have a great day because there is no alternative. Thank you all very much.